Well, hello there, and welcome to the Marketing Blender Show. I'm Dacia. And I'm Daisy. Now, today we are giving you seven reasons why your B2B business is not getting outcomes from marketing. And that's most B2B businesses, honestly. I think in our sector that we serve, the sales focus is really, really strong. And organizations tend to see marketing as a tactic or two or maybe a campaign or a new website rather than a core strategic focus for their business. Completely. And, you know, I really want to say to the audience, like, I really empathize and sympathize around this because there is nothing more frustrating when you feel like you're putting good stuff out there. And I mean, marketing stuff, I mean, operational delivery, but when you feel like you're worthy and you're trying, you're not just saying we need to do marketing, but we're not when you're actually putting stuff out there and you're getting nothing, or you can't understand what you're getting. It is frustrating. And I want to, unfortunately, I have to tell people that they're not alone because this is actually super, super common. So the first one I want to jump into is you're probably aiming at the wrong problem. So this is absolutely critical when understanding marketing. Now, there's a real common paradigm that marketing is a certain set of tactics. You have to do social media, you have to have your website, and then you have to have email or just fill in trade shows, whatever your standard has been. But that's not modern marketing. You should really just be saying, is marketing moving my business forward? Are we driving revenue, reputation, and resilience? So then where's the impact actually coming from? Now, here's a really common thing. People are focusing a whole bunch of money on selling right now, but actually they can close deals. They have a short-term sales pipeline, but they have no idea how they're going to sustainably fill their pipeline or scale, which actually means you shouldn't be spending money on sales enablement. You should be starting to spend money on conversion and visibility and reaching a broader market. But then for small businesses, we see the opposite where people are working on brand and they're working on visibility and they're working on reach, but they just need to close a deal and they need to close a deal yesterday. And so those are really common examples of simply having the impact and the focus in the absolute wrong place, because that's what marketing is. Another common problem we see is organizations not aligning their spend with their goals. So they'll come to us with a really aggressive growth goal, but they don't understand the ATM or the attention, time, and money that it's going to take to actually hit that goal. And that's not surprising. If they haven't broken down where their new customers come from, what's the acquisition cost, are they willing to sacrifice some short-term profitability in order to enable their longer-term revenue goals, it's easy to make the mistake of underinvesting and then wonder why your marketing is underperforming. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. That's a huge one. All marketing tactics should roll up to a goal. And if it doesn't, you have permission to kill it. And if you look at the numbers and the current spend doesn't equal the revenue that goals that you want to hit, then you need to either adjust your goals down or adjust your spend up. There's no magic bullet that's going to make it where your marketing can expand to fill any available space. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And that really segues me into the third one that we identify, and it's using the wrong tactics. So here's a really common one. Oh, what should I put out on Facebook today? If your buyers are not on Facebook, don't waste time, money, or attention on 
Facebook, absolutely not. So again, thinking about what do you need to do. A lot of people will feel sold by a marketing agency and they say, oh, we need to do SEO. Do you? Why do you need to do SEO? Who are you reaching? Do those keywords actually align with the problem that you're solving? And we just really see this so commonly, Daisy, that people go, oh gosh, I need to grow. And then they glom onto something they heard through a digital marketing ad or marketing webinar or a friend or a competitor, way worse. And they just glom onto that tactic versus thinking through what do I actually need in order to drive revenue. This ad is brought to you by The Marketing Blender. As you guys know, I'm a fractional CMO. And actually at The Marketing Blender, there's a whole team of us. For a fraction of the cost of a full-time executive, you can hire a chief marketing officer to write your marketing plan, to clean up your messaging and your positioning, and to drive sustainable results. We oversee multiple partners. We help mentor team members. And most importantly, we build a marketing machine that will drive results for your company for years to come. If you're curious about what this looks like, and some of our engagements go from a couple months to a couple years, check out themarketingblender.com. Another common issue that I see is organizations failing to customize their marketing to their ideal persona. Your ideal persona as a group, so the types of customers that are the best fit for you, that are a joy to serve, that help grow your company, they have things that are unique about them. They're not like everybody else in the market. And if you treat them like there's no difference between them and everybody else, you're going to end up sounding exactly like your competitors who haven't learned to differentiate and customize. You, the entire experience that you build around marketing and brand needs to actually be enjoyable for your target customers. And it needs to be focused on helping them make progress toward their goals. So it's not talking at them about the things that you think are important about your company. It's talking to them about what matters uniquely to them, where they are in their journey right now. I love that. Absolutely. And messaging can be optimized, which actually leads me to number five is it's a failure for people to optimize their marketing. And this is mind blowing. So this kind of goes in two different directions, right? We see clients cut things off too fast. Like, oh, it just didn't work right? But they didn't think through what it could actually take. But then we also see people try to do the set it and forget it approach. There's no such thing as set it and forget it in marketing. There's no finish line in marketing. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I hear some hearts breaking in CFO land, but there's no finish line. This is the kind of thing that you have to pay attention to what people are or are not responding. And then optimize, don't make knee-jerk reactions. So what do I mean by optimize? Test different messages, test different visuals, test different platforms, test different approaches on your landing pages, but compare what are you doing now in small, diligent iterations to find out what actually works. Because not only are you going to get more squeeze out of that lemon, more, yay, you should definitely want more, but you're going to learn so much good stuff about your market and your audience that actually makes you better and gives you a significant competitive advantage from a big picture perspective. And that is more. Not having decision-making criteria is another one I want to make sure we talk about because it is very difficult to make marketing decisions. There are a thousand things that you could be doing 
but watching a tutorial is not going to tell you if that's the right thing for your business. One of the first things that we always work with our clients around is sales mapping. So understanding every single tactic that they could use to reach their target market and then making very clear decisions about which ones are going to solve their pipeline issues and which ones they have the resources to be able to pursue. When it comes to making decisions around what to change in marketing or what to start doing and stop doing and what to optimize, there are two words that you have to remember. Number one is data, and number two is discipline. So you have to understand what are the KPIs that are going to drive decisions around change. How do we know when we need to ramp up our spin on a particular campaign? What are the triggers for that? How do we know what timeline we need to be tracking this data over before we make a decision so it's not just, oh, this seemed like it didn't work this week. We need to ditch it and start over from scratch. You have to, again, have the discipline to stick with tactics for the appropriate amount of time and not get uh, distracted by shiny objects and not lose your nerve because marketing takes courage. Right? Squirrel! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like the killer of success and scalability. Squirrels are dangerous to your business and your marketing. I just love this one. And I think there's a danger in this one because new ideas are sexy, right? Like they're so fun to be like, oh my God, I woke up at 2 a.m. and I have this cool idea. Okay, but now we need to validate it against who are you targeting Will that resonate with them? Does it solve the problem that you actually have? And is it better or worse than what you're already working on? That's a diligent process to go through. And hey, if the answer is yes, right? Like if you pass all those tests, decision-making criteria, you have permission to move forward on that sexy idea. But man, like don't just chase after the next thing over and over. So I really applaud that one right there because it's such a big, important aspect and just discipline around marketing is really, really important. One thing that I like to do in conversations when someone brings me that brand new idea yeah. is make them say out loud what they're willing to sacrifice to do that. What are you saying no to? What are you saying out loud is no longer important in the marketing plan that we created so that you can have the new shiny thing? Oh, so good. So good. And you know, the encouragement I want to give to people around that question too is it might sound or feel scary or harsh, but actually working within the restraints that you create actually brings more innovation and more creativity not less. Because when you chase too many things, it waters down your ability to be really, really amazing and work on the things that matter. So bravo. All right. I've got one final one. All right, guys. Number seven, truth time. It's not working because you're not interesting. I'm sorry. Did I just hurt your feelings? Oops, you need to hear this. You need to think about your headlines. You need to think about your marketing and think, would I follow that? Would that get my attention? Would I spend, <clears throat> waste time paying attention, reading that, watching that, watching that video, clicking through? If it's not interesting to you, not interesting to your market. I know this is a little bit of a bitter pill probably for people, but I think we need to say it. Like, doggone it, your marketing has got to be good. It should inspire you every day to look at your marketing. When you visit your own website, you should be like, this is a really nicely developed website. Oh, look, I can find exactly what I need. We're having fun with our social media. We're being human. Oh, absolutely. And you know, that's a great point because really great marketing 
does give your team that kind of like shoulders back, like, yeah, that's who we are, you know, and it elicits pride and it does attract other talent, other people, other partners. It attracts attention from a wide range of people, including the people that want to give you money so that you can actually help them. So, you know, like why not live in an interesting world and be fascinating? Like why would you not set a bar that high? Because that is competitive advantage and that's how you drive real ROI and real outcomes. We've talked about seven things and none of these are unfixable. These are all solvable problems. Yeah. And actually in short order, as long as they follow your number six, which stay focused and know the real problem and make sure that you have decision-making criteria. So you guys, we just really, really want to encourage you. If you are out there doing marketing, which if you're watching this podcast, you are bravo to you, but there are so many hidden areas where there are results right in front of you, just waiting to be uncovered. If you think through what's actually happening. So thank you so much for watching. If you liked what you heard, definitely hit that subscribe button. We will see you next week. And listen, we are here. We would love to hear your questions. If you have certain topics that you would love to see us really go to battle on, shoot them our way. Like we love a good challenge. See you next time onward and upward. We hope you learned something today that will help you succeed with your marketing. And if you liked what you heard, definitely give us a thumbs up and a subscribe. Don't forget to check the show notes. We're sharing free tools and resources there. And you guys, we would love to hear your comments. So drop one in or send us an email and maybe we'll use your topic on a future show.